Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What's good, guys? Welcome back to the Everyday Struggle Podcast. Nadeska here with DJ Academics and Wayno running through some of the biggest stories of the week. We're going to wrap this episode with a fan question about Travis Scott and his third album, Astroworld, that didn't make it to our YouTube show. But first, some thoughts on Lil Baby and Gunna's anticipated project, Drip Harder. So, did it live up to your expectations? <laughs> Come on time. I didn't, know, on I didn't time. want to hear no Drake or no Drip Harder, to be honest. I keep telling y'all, he's, he's trying to, like inches way in into this little duo. But um, honestly, it did, but didn't. And it feels like I always have the same critique of albums I'm anticipating a lot because the hype and the anticipation level is so high that unless somebody drops a classic, you're never really satisfied. So mm. when I saw these two who, and by the way, they're on a phenomenal run individually and together, they have so many great songs. I thought it was going to be like, maybe one of the best tapes, pretty much, period. Well, like hit after hit after hit. Yeah, yeah, and, and honestly, it was, it was solid, but it was a little overhyped. But it's easy to get overhyped. These are two new guys in the game. Um, it's really hard to make a, a, a collaborative project <laughs> that's like, classic and lives up to all the hype. I mean, that's kind of what Wayno was saying last week, right? Yeah. Like, he it likes both of them, but, like, the hype might put too much pressure on. It might have been too soon. So what do you think? That shit was way too soon. Um, it, it started out really good, though. I ain't gonna lie. Like, it started out good. And I was like, because I kept, I was looking on social media and I seen a lot of people saying, oh, it wasn't this, it wasn't that. Mm-hmm. And I, after the first, like, three songs, I'm like, what the fuck is they talking about? But by the time it got to, like, the fourth or fifth, I was like, uh. Like, it, it really, it went up and then it took it down. And then with the Drake feature, I ain't gonna lie. They shouldn't have been on that shit. They shouldn't even have did that to themselves because Drake verse was that good. Oh. Like his verse was that good to where... So he got overshadowed them on the track. He overshadowed them. It's like by the time it got to their verses, their energy wasn't matching Drake's. So, I mean, they should have just started this shit out first and then let Drake come on. But Drake coming on first kind of hurt them in a sense on that record. But... I, I felt like this record is going to, I mean, this project is going to do what it's going to do regardless. I mean, it's projected to sell about 128K first week about. That's pretty good for them. Were there Hell any yeah. standout picks for you at least? Like, what songs do you think? For me, live? I say, uh, I, I really like World Is Yours. I like World Is Yours. I like My Jeans with Thugger. And I like um, Off-White V-Lone. And I like Drake's verse on Never Recover. That's about it for me. <laughs> well, first of all, I think Drake came that hard because... Uh, uh, his last collab with Baby, uh, yes, indeed. A lot of people are saying, even though Drake held his own, people, the memorable parts of that song yep. is Lil Baby. You know what I mean? Uh, close friends is fire. Every chick, every person on social media is posting that song. I love that song, honestly, personally. And it reminded me of why Baby and Gunna, they're like the direct descendants of Thug. Like, it felt like a Thug song. That's a whole Thug song to me, just coming out of Baby's mouth. But I tell you, I tell you, they rushed this shit. They rushed it. You know what I mean? Like, they rushed it. Yeah, now, now, now this is to pick the bag up. 
This and this is the thing where I think it's a conflict, right? Two artists, super hot. They're hyped up like at this moment. Think about Little Baby's project came out so 80k. Yo, you you're getting even hotter. People are like anticipating some new shit. You could wait and ignore the hype and really work on some real dope shit, but you might lose out on some of the buzz. Or you capitalize, you just get the bag. We saw with we saw with um Future and Drake. Sometimes you gotta collect the bag, and it's not it, it's at the sacrifice of the project, right, or how good it could be. But I mean, I guess it's business sometimes. I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I believe that we're gonna forget this happened. Yeah, you think so? Yeah, I think that people are gonna forget that this happened after like a month or two. Like they're gonna forget that this happened. Like with with Drake and Future, when they was that what it's time to be alive. Like, they went on tour after that. It was more shit to come from it. I think this just this project, people are going to forget that this happened. You guys don't think there's any chance a lot of these songs are going to grow on people? Um, Maybe some won't, but I think this will be forgiven, not forgotten. Mm. Uh, the reason why is that I believe that as they keep working, like Drake and Future, after that, and they went on tour, they didn't really do much shit after right. together. They weren't dropping songs consistently together. These two, they're going to hop on songs together, and I think there's going to be a couple more songs that come out, maybe just Lucy's, you get me, that we really fuck with, and it'll start this whole cycle over here, like, damn, yo, they should probably do another tape. People forgetful. And it wasn't bad. Definitely wasn't bad. But the hype was so much that unless they really came with it, uh, people were going to be a little bit let down. And, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't really good either. We're obviously expecting a lot more music from the Atlanta rappers in the next year, but a new release from 6ix9ine featuring Bobby Shmurda called Stupid got us wondering if the two Brooklyn rappers might be on the same wave if Bobby comes home from prison in 2020, like his mom says. Hey, let me tell you this. Honestly, remember when we had this discussion about this track, the preview, right? I was like, damn, the one thing I could admit, this shit do sound like a bunch of other dudes' songs, and, and the main person was Bobby Shmurda. I'm glad that he put Bobby on this, but one thing I think we're all realizing, 6ix9ine is probably a student of the game, yo. He's paying homage to a lot of people, whether, like, you know, of course sampling is, you know what I mean, that's hip hop. He's trolling but, too. He's trolling too, but, but, but he's paying homage to like, he's bringing back shit that people have liked. Like, you're the hottest in the game, you don't have to. The whole, um, I'm got, surprised that, guy in for, that, that legendary <laughs> New York, YouTube freestyle with a BB with a Robin stuff. Yeah. Paid homage to those dudes. <clears throat> GS9, they, they got kind of the same energy, that fun energy, which I believe New York needs. Yeah. Youthful, it's fun, niggas dancing, shit's popping. I'm you very can't confused be mad about at that. Wino's face right you now. You can't be mad at that. No, 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 he is right. trolling on certain parts, but you have to appreciate, the, I think that's a, that's a student of the game type of approach. Wayno does appreciate, that's why I'm confused. Listen, For the I past think, few weeks, he's been saying that 6 9 is, quote, what? I don't want to say it. Would you say he's quietly? I don't, I can't remember. <laughs> you know my Never memory. Is quietly liking a nigga. Oh, oh, that. Uh, no, okay. So, yeah, you phrased it very think, specifically. I, yeah, let's be careful with that. All right. <laughs> now, he's trolling. Six nine is fucking trolling because even he always take two steps forward to take five steps back because he used Chief Key flow to diss him on the record too. And I think, listen, I don't, I don't think he's paying homage or whatever. To I th- Bobby? I think that it's an easy way for him to make records sometimes. He's not, the mo- he's not the most clever when it comes to making records as far as skill. He don't have a lot of skill. He can rap. Like, rapping, he can put words together. He can rhyme words. Now, he, I think that he uses people's shit because it's easy to do. 
But wouldn't he have to get Bobby's blessing for this and his mom? Do you think it's not like he just used it? No, no, right? no, 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 no. Of course he had the pocket, man. Of course he... Okay, with Bobby. With Bobby. Now, if he want to, if we want to start getting into techniques about the music, they could sue him for interpolations. Because you can't just use somebody's flow if you want to. You could, you can, you can if you want to. But if, what's his name? What's the kid? If Chief Keith want to sue him, he can sue him for using that flow. You can do that. As I, long as he owns the publishing on it. I don't know if it will be successful, but, but, there's, but there's, a, there's a case to be heard. You're there's right, a case right. to be heard. Hold on. However, though, what? And and this is why I'm a little confused. What? Even Me though too. Me too. I, I, no, no, I, think, I think you. I have like a, the song. No, no, no. I'm not gonna say I don't like the song. You have an aspect here where I think we could probably debate. Okay. But like you know, what I mean, using lines or flipping shit like, right? Nigga, Jay have done that. Don't do it. Wait a <laughs> second. <laughs> I said it. Wait a second. Yo, we need like a trigger button. Like yo, yeah. wait, wait a, a second. Triggers. Because because <laughs> because the way he's doing it and the way Jay did it is two different ways. And down to the dance, the blicky twirl. That dance. That's not his dance. Now everybody's I, I, wait a second. Everybody's calling that shit six nine dance. That's twenty two G's dance. Okay. So now somebody who who made the dance and got the dance popping enough for him to use it. He's not, it's not like 6 9 was like, yo, come to Dubai with me and do the dance or some shit. Yeah. So how, how how much homage is he paying? I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. It's cool on some Brooklyn shit, but no. ultimately, he's a young artist too. Okay, you're right. But just like when other big art, like, he didn't have to do that. Even, even, he didn't have to, of course he didn't, but it's working for him. Okay, he didn't have to even use the, the 50 line. Because like, the, the, the damn homie has, like, come on now. Like, that was... I, I think he's bringing right. back a lot of shit that. that if you don't, if you're not familiar with <laughs> uh -huh. like your history, especially a lot of New York stuff, yeah. it's new to you. But being the hottest in the game, I don't even think he needs to do it. So you have he to kind of tip I, your hat because I think he's doing it. A guy who's super disrespectful on social media and, and all that sort, that's probably one of the only respectful ways because when he does it, and I'm pretty sure if, if homie who in, invented the dance, they'll probably have some type of correspondence. All right, so look. I don't want people to think that I don't like the song because I actually we really. Debate. That nigga, no, we're just... ain't gonna be mad. No, I, I actually really do like the song. Like I listened to it a few times. No, I'm not doing the dance. <laughs> I listened to the song a few times. But look, the re <laughs> but the reason why I'm saying this is because he's so unpredictable. Yeah. Everybody that he's saying tomorrow, he might be like, "Yo, suck my dick." True. Like that's why I can't take it serious. I can't take it serious because he's dissing everyone. I don't know if he's gonna do that with Bobby though. I don't. I don't I, listen. Honestly, I don't... that was very important for me. What? Like, y'all, Bobby's coming home next year. There's going to be a wave. There's, yeah, I think yeah, he's absolutely. planning now, an event. Now, if right you're, now. you could be the king of New York, yeah. but you could establish a new... Wait, 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 wait. Did you just call him the king of New York? My nigga, <laughs> listen to me. He's a self-proclaimed king. He's a self-proclaimed king, right? All right. You could okay. be whatever, the king of New York or whatever you say, but when Bobby comes home, he's going to have a significant wave, too. Now, we've never seen New York really have a bunch of niggas, like, really... Like, it's always been, like, so isolated. Niggas never been, like, together. You That's feel not me? true. <clears throat> when when, when were mean, the, all the top niggas, they're, like, fucking with each other, doing records with each other like that? That's happened a few times. It's, it's happened... Wait, There's wait, been wait. moments. It's, There's no, been moments. No, it's happened... But, but it's never been, like... It, it, it's been a while. It's been at least 15, bro. At least 15 years? No, listen... Everybody and that's needed. Wait a that's second, no, no, no. A lot of people in New York do records together. The difference is, a lot of people in New York that do records together don't make hit records together. You, there's tons. Wait a second. There's tons of records that come from everybody 
that's in New York. Cardi B got motherfuckers that's up and coming on her mixtapes. It's true. It's, it's always, they just never made no hits. Yeah, I guess you're okay. talking about like the 50 period where people just said there was so much beef in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, he, he, no, 50 wanna... separated everything. Right, nah, so nah, I nah, think nah, that's... Beyond that, like once they, like, yeah, we'll make a record or two together, but when I get to the top, fuck y'all niggas, I'm going to Atlanta and I'm going to just right. take my way. That's what, you know that's what niggas do, bro. Like, yo, I'm just we'll saying. make records while we're on the come up as New York, New York yeah. shit. Now I'm global. Oh, I'm hitting the charts. Bye bye, so, to niggas. To your point, of course, I'm this has happened here. in New York. We're not saying that it's yeah, never yeah. happened. Just that it doesn't happen like it does in Atlanta currently. Yeah. So this would be on a younger on a younger right. side. So on this a would be a different. The reason why I said that is that New York, I believe, this wave right here. If there's not infighting, jealousy, and people trying to go for this number one, because once you start with that King of New York shit, niggas could feel offended. Like, where? I will fuck you. That much. You have to build that camaraderie, and I love the energy with with this type of music, where it's fun, that you could probably get that movement going on again to create how New York used to be. Atlanta been winning off of that. That's all I'm saying. I think New York could win off I, this energy if niggas aren't fighting or jealous. Or well, I mean, the thing, and to, the thing is, and like I said before, the difference between New York and Atlanta, everybody's been making music. We just don't, we don't, don't know hit records come out of New York. That's the only thing. Every, people been doing shit together. It's a lot of records people got together. The difference with Atlanta is these motherfuckers is cranking out hits. Now, I do like the fact that he put him on, Bobby on the record because there was a little time where they was having a little slight yeah. words. It was a little tension, a little bit. He said he was bit. a fan. Right. He's, and then he said he was a fan right. and he made it happen. Who made, Punch made that happen. But, um. I just don't know it's 6ix9ine yet. All right, so you think you still think it's slight trolling. You might be right. No, no, we well, can't on, Bobby's, me, but... on Bobby's on Bobby's side, I think I think that's genuine, right? Okay. But 6ix9ine is so unpredictable mm -hmm. that with all that being said, when Bobby does come home, if 6ix9ine is still in the position that he's in, <clears> I'm I don't know if it's gonna be cool. Only because I you never know what's cool with him or not. Yeah, okay, okay, I get that. And that's a that's fair enough. That's a fair enough point. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I'm glad that this is happening rather than it be some isolation shit beforehand. Now, it might go left later. Neither one of them need each on. other, though. The, the point... But Brooklyn needs them both. Yes. We need the it. We need to come back them. to the slums uh, of the slums. <laughs> To the slums of Atlantic <laughs> Avenue. Nah, exactly. they, both, they both need to be having that type of movement for the new rappers and the kids in New York. But I will say, the only point you kind of have, and... <laughs> I do think it's backhanded compliment. Right, the, only the only point, the weak point, but I'm going to give him, it's a debate, so I got to find right, it. Right, right, You got to <laughs> throw some the, shots, guys. Through the bullshit that Wayno said, I got to find the one small Because he says point. bullshit all the time. Right? So. Uh, okay, you, you said it's easy to make a song when you're using other people's shit, mm -hmm. right? And I think that is becoming a slightly of a knock of 6ix9ine, where people looking like, Fifi, uh, we'll use another nigga's flow. Uh, and it's becoming where people are focusing beyond the antics. Music, let's see how original you are in terms of this 10 for 10. It, are well, you being 10 for 10 because you're just coming out and making these hits and you're being original? Or you're doing a classic hip-hop move. That should already work. I'm going to flip it and just do my own spin of it. And because I'm hot, this shit's going to work. Well, six, Which, nine, by the way, the veterans do that. 6ix9ine six, six, is, is very smart. One thing I've realized about this young man is that he's very clever. Even though he does a lot of bullshit that a lot of people don't like, he's very clever at keeping himself visible. And because he's so visible, that's what gets people to engage in his music. So I'm not going to knock him there, but... 
it's some bullshit in there. <laughs> this Trust probably is some bullshit, but we just want this one for Brooklyn right now. Yeah, hey, listen. Me, selfishly. To um, get him to do, get him, get him to just say that the hey, Blicky Twirl comes from two two Gs. By the way, sniper game. What's it called? The, 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 the it's called twirl? a Blicky Twirl by two two Gs. So that's not a stupid channel. No, exactly. <laughs> see, you see, they go to because they look, go you and your man be spinning what? the be spinning the stories. No, no, no. But not, nah, but but Hold it's on. the Blicky this Twirl. You can't dance. I would never give him credit for no dance. Like no, but it's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's a dance that he's using. My my whole no, thing. Shout out, I agree. That's what I'm saying. My whole thing. That challenge. He's making a shot. I seen if you watch football yesterday, even though are we still boycotting? That shit is gonna so, be yeah. listen. Well, I watched I, it on Instagram. I, I promise you, <laughs> give it another three or four months. That's gonna be a dance of Fortnite. And the thing, yeah. the reason why I'm saying that is because okay, you got two two G's. He just, he's with Kodak now too. I think he just signed with Sniper Gang, and he's gonna come up. If he would have just called it the two two, he didn't have to put him on the song. But if he'd have called it the two two, it just brought a little bit of light to him, mm-hmm. and it's his dance. Oh, so I didn't know he just got with Kodak. I was gonna say he's probably definitely gonna shout him out. That explains the lack of shout out. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll that see. There it is. It. There it is. <laughs> we'll probably got a shout out because he shout out the other dude, the Beaver Robbins dude. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, shout so out. and like, that, that was that's what I, I do. I get what you're saying. I do like when Six Nine does that type of thing. But I feel like all right, he he learn he knows how to make. Hot lines and the hot songs now. Like he yeah. knows how to take your line and make it into a whole song and a dance and all. Even the look, even the dance that he's doing in that, the BB with the Robins. That's the that's the Al B. That's a dance from Harlem from the nineties. Yeah. So it's like he We're has. We're gonna a, have to give away a whole it, segment. It to is. I know it's all. Look, he's kind of bringing it back though. But I'm not right, knocking right, it. Right. He, yeah, he's yeah. bringing it back, but he's using <laughs> like he's using it at the same time, and he's not using it in a crazy lyrical way, mm-hmm. which is not bad. But he's using other people's shit. Like, mm-hmm. listen. Uh, you gotta give him credit for. I give the nigga credit. He's doing his thing. Uh, one thing I was gonna say <laughs> in terms of like, remember I've been telling y'all like even with the Fifi drum, I'm like, this is where you gotta realize that a hit record has no formula. Like I think it's sometimes you're talking lyrics and shit. And nigga, listen to the hook. Stupid, are you dumb? The dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> That's how a hit record. Yo, some, that's the bars. That's, that's I mean, it, it, you don't have to repeat it. People, is, people have said that. That's why I said before the bar is set very, very low. Like the, that's why so many kids think they can rap because the bar is set very, very low. It doesn't require and a lot of hit records never really require a lot of lyrical ability. Like a lot of people's joints, like even down the mace. Like he didn't have to have the craziest bars. He just said I had to have fun on a record. So I'm not knocking that at all, but. Your man is a different type of animal when it comes to that shit. <laughs> Feel me? And now, on to some drama. The BET Hip Hop Awards taped in Miami this past weekend, and although it won't air until October 16th, the cypher is already stirring up some controversy. Multiple artists who attended the show accused Vic Mensa of disrespecting slain rapper XXXTentacion during his freestyle. Vic later defended himself on Instagram, but the shots kept coming. Recently, I did a freestyle for the BT Awards Cypher, addressing and condemning rappers who unabashedly abuse women and those who stand up for them and even call them legends. I stand behind those statements. It was pre-recorded weeks ago, and I had no idea a grieving mother would be in the audience to honor her lost son. I never intended to disrespect her and to offer my deepest condolences for her loss at the hands of gun violence. However, I vehemently reject the trend in hip-hop of championing abusers, and I will not hold my tongue about it. All right, so I wanted to play the whole thing so we had it in context. So we still don't know specifically what he said, but right. he is saying what we thought, that it was recorded weeks ago. Um, what do you guys feel about this? What you think, I? Right? I don't know what you think, Wayne. What I think... Um, 
So I've been a part of like the whole freestyle cipher process with an artist I had managed before, and it is recorded to my recollection in June, like the beginning of June. Mm -hmm. So that's the only benefit of the doubt that I'll give is that it was probably very early on. But um, at that point, when he knew something happened, if he didn't contact BET to say, "Yo, maybe y'all should mute that part," mm -hmm. then I think it was just a lack of of uh, a lack of diligence and work where they Is didn't catch only, the bar. That's the thing. Is it only then on his end? No, like, no, if no. BT knew that his mom was going to come up to honor her son, shouldn't it have been some of their responsibility? I'm going to keep it in stack. I, 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 don't, I don't think uh, BET has people that's probably there listening to the ciphers. Like, I think like once it's done, it's probably just done. I don't think that they're going in and saying, all right, or transcribing the lyrics or anything like that. Like, when, when we had did it, we wasn't told to send in the verse to make sure that everything was clear. We wasn't told to take anything out. Nothing nothing raunchy was said, but I don't think they're even listening to hear something. That's and pretty that's surprising because you would think for something like that where you're pre-taping, editing, and filming later, someone yeah. would be going through the footage one more time yeah. just I'm, to see. But I mean, you if there's curses, you bleep the curses and shit, but... I don't think anybody caught the line because with, what I'm hearing is it was said in kind of like a metaphor. He didn't say his name. Mm -hmm. So if it's in that context, maybe somebody at BET didn't do their job and catch it and, you know, take it out. Because at that point, who cares what Vic Mensa said or not? You know that you're honoring the kid for um, winning an award. You know his mom is going to be there accepted. Somebody got to mute it. But like I said, it was probably in a metaphor format. Okay. So. Nobody was listening for it. That's the only benefit of that I get. Does it make a difference, Ak, if he said his name outright or not? Uh, no. Overall, if it wasn't tasteless before, and by the way, I do believe it was recorded before he died. Yeah. I do. I think it was recorded before he died. Uh, to me, it doesn't make it better. And especially when he comes out and makes a video like this. I don't know who wrote this statement that he read, okay? But he's pretty much doubling down on what he said, right? He's basically saying... Yeah, I'm just sorry his mama was there, but uh, pretty much I don't fuck with none of these abusive people, and that could be whoever. And th that's one of the issues I have with people like Vic Mensa. Like, he chooses... One, you have many. Yeah, I do okay. have many issues, but, like, he chooses these times to pick... He, he randomly picks rappers, right? Usually that's not like him or not in the same, like, area or type of... makes the type of, same type of music he does. And he kind of just like targets them. And sometimes he's a hypocrite about it. Like, you know what I mean? Of course, like we saw he had had some domestic abuse, maybe not charges, but he, he, well, he admitted on the Breakfast Club that he choked out some chick. Oh, wow. You get me? And he defends at great lengths. And not that I feel this way about him at all. Pac and Pac has had like a muddied history when it comes to just abuse in general. Well, I mean, you feel me? So, like, it's, it's very convenient for him to, to throw. X under the bus, right? And I'm not saying I would I would never say like yo don't uh, you can't diss somebody who did something bad to a woman, but you'll 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 say that about him. You're only sorry now because his mom was there, but in reality it was just random. You didn't have to do it. You didn't have to use a rapper to make your point. But if you're saying well, that he recorded it before he died, then how could he have ever anticipated that we would be in this space? Then it would be a completely different conversation, right. I think. Okay, well, you're right. But it goes to a bigger issue with homie, right? He's a dude, and I know I know we, we use this word a lot, and sometimes even incorrectly now, like cloud chasing. He's a dude who's randomly just name-dropped the hot guy at the moment, and try to tear, tear him down, hopefully trying to get some attention to his shit. He did it to Yachty. 
QC check. But don't people do that just on social media? He's doing it in rapping. I'm just mm. asking questions. No, 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 people take you're, shots you're, on Instagram. You're right. You're all right. All the time. But 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 it's a, it's a real thin line when you're dealing with your peers. Right. But it's a real thin I, line. I, I y'all in the same y'all in the same music fraternity. Mm-hmm. When you start like throwing shit at, at at across the aisle, especially when you're guilty of some of the same things, man, I don't know if I can give you a pass on that. Well, well. The whole music fraternity shit, that sounds good, but that's like even like in the NBA. All NBA players ain't friends. Mm-hmm. All rappers is not friends. No matter if we all, you know, we sell words or sell music to, to benefit ourselves, everybody's not cool. Now, the whole thing with X, I, I, feel, I feel like it was a, it's a real fucked up coincidence that he did something and he passed away. But he didn't stray away from what he said. Now, I don't know Vic Mensa. I never met. No, I did meet him before. I don't really have much to say about his personality meeting him, but he doesn't seem to me that when he does a lot of these things that he's clout chasing. It seems like he might just be... For for me, I think that it may look like clout chasing just because he might not be popping, but maybe that's how he really feels. I feel like sometimes when he says shit, that's how he really feels. Now, any man defending a woman, there's never a wrong time for a man to defend a woman because hip-hop sensationalizes women being abused from time to time in raps, in, in memes, and in, on social media, all types of shit. It's always some funny shit when a dude and a girl is going through something. So there's somebody in your family. Listen, he used a very important word. He said, he said he's all for people being accountable. Right. What was his accountability? Where is, his, where is that same energy with everybody else? What, what? And I think, I think that's why people find it well, like, that's why that cloud chasing word is gonna come up. The dude was a hot rapper. You're not just randomly throwing. Who's everybody into else the mix. though? Who are we picking as everybody else? Because you, you I'm talking about himself. Where's his accountability? He said, well, he said he he said on the breakfast club. Is it only just saying I'm not, it? I'm not saying that it's cool. Look, I'm not saying that it's cool at all. But if he admitted to doing wrong, right? And uh, did he say that he was wrong for doing something like that? I mean, some of the sort, yeah. Okay, so if he said that, if he said that he put his hands on his woman before, and he understands that he was wrong for it. That's accountability. I don't know how much more accountability you want from that. Now, if he's standing up to say that I did wrong, and now I'm gonna speak, I'm gonna speak on others that's doing wrong, and he picked X. So well, you, well, 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 here's the big difference. And again, homies passed away, so we don't know what was what. Right. I don't. We right? don't know. But nigga, you know what you did. When you start speaking on somebody else, when you have zero idea of what. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. That circumstances might be. 
Okay, but we speak on people every day yeah. that we don't know about the circumstance. We no, don't no. know about circumstances of mad shit. But but that's why I reject what you're saying that yo, it's an unfortunate coincidence that it's ended up now. You should have been speaking on him if you know the circumstances. No, what I mean about that is that he's but dead. But it was a very public case, right? There it were was like long public. police yeah. reports and stuff like that. We yeah. can't tell him that he shouldn't say anything. But in terms of clout chasing, does it count oh. when you're on the internet screaming "fuck J Cole" because you know like young fans are into it? Does this bring you clout? I feel like there's a lot of backlash for it speaking does. out about stuff like this. Okay. Nah, bring look, you, let's bring look, you look, 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 okay. Public record, right? When you look at Hot Nigga, you can look at the indictment of Bobby Shmurda and GS9. And when you look at Hot Nigga, all the people he named in the song, right, got caught up in the indictment, right? Now, when people talk about that in that context, people say, oh, he's a real nigga, or he give it up, or whatever the case may be, because they're using public record. Now, I don't know what X did or didn't do. What I do know is what was alleged. So maybe he could be using what's alleged to substantiate his point. Man. You just don't like Vic Mensa. No, no, no. Cut Straight the up, bullshit, right. bro. This was, this was pandering one-on-one. This was complete fuckery, bro. This is pandering. We get it. Listen, nobody's going to ever condone abuse, but this is pandering. Nigga, you've been guilty of the same shit. You've realized this whole statement was pandering to an audience to say, look, um, Adam from um, No Jumper, he also said something. He brought up, oh, hey, you did something to women too. You're pandering to an audience right. by throwing shit at everybody else, but you're also guilty as well. Yeah, but, you said, but you said that. Yeah, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I Go see ahead. through the bullshit. Okay, I'm not, listen, I'm not disputing that. What I'm saying is, is that you said, this is what you specifically asked. Where's your accountability? If the man went on a major platform and said, wait a second, let me finish. Bro, he didn't even really, yeah. Wait a second, let me finish, let me finish. If the man went on a major platform and he said he did something, and I ask you, because I don't know, I don't keep up with a lot of this shit, did he say that he was wrong? And you said he alluded to something of that sort, right? Now, if he did that. That's not accountability, Wayno. So what do you want him to do? He Did he get locked up for no, it? No, no, he didn't directly, he didn't directly even take ownership of the act. What did he say then? What did he okay, say? Okay. So, so, so there's a clip, and it's going viral. It's basically Charlemagne saying, wait, wait, so like you choked the chick out? And mm-hmm. rather than even condemning it or whatever at that point, he said, listen, well, that, that was the beginning of the story. And then he basically um, diverts the story to some, some other shit. That's not necessarily accountability. So he didn't right? say anything, but that's what I actually you, you, you said. Right, wait, so you feel like he's being a hypocrite. He just said of it, didn't take he's accountability, being a didn't apologize, oh, and now he's. And, right, and so. now he's on social media, act like he's waving a flag for yo, everybody, well, against well, everybody else who abused women. You well, get listen. Me? This I, guy's a convenient hypocrite. All right, so what I'm saying is this, right? We should always. Wave a flag against any type of of abuse. You know, what I mean, I didn't grow up in a household seeing my mom get abused. I know I have female friends that have been abused. I've seen it out in the streets. It's never a cool thing. My whole thing with this shit is, maybe he took an angle and didn't have enough information. But we can't say that he don't have a right to say nothing when he's if he's saying that he's acknowledging what he's done at one point or another whether he deep jumped into the story or not he admitted to it right he admitted to it now if listen if you admit to something and you trying to move forward then we can't hold you accountable for the rest of your life if you say all right a lot of people make a lot of dumb decisions when they're young and if he said yo i did something like i don't know if he did or not but if he said something like yo i did something like that when i was young i was wrong da da now i'm standing up against it i have no problem with that Wait, no, I wouldn't even be, like, I, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. And, and I'll even use uh, a person, too, right? Mm-hmm. If if a rapper comes down and be like, man, I don't fuck with these other niggas who are murderers. Mm-hmm. 
Who does? Like, we agree. Like, we fuck with, like, we, I, I agree with that. People now, now. rappers that are murdered. All right, no, no, okay, get it no, 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 no. I'm talking about <laughs> the, the statement of principle. Okay. But now, if you make some metaphor and you put a name, especially when, you know, there's, at that time, because again, we got to go back in time if we were thinking that was recorded then. A legal case is going on, right? Mm -hmm. If if we use some type of take K reference or something like that, where basically you're you're putting take K as that person that you're talking That's about. Dry snitching. <laughs> you call it dry snitching, you call it whatever, but 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 basically you could have made that point without bringing that person in, even with a metaphor. I feel that. You I, get I me? feel that too. If, if that was your point, make that point, and nobody actually people would have been like, "Yo, he's right, right?" Like that's kind of some of the shit that um, like. Russ, to a certain extent, caught a little flack for it because, bro, there's nobody's gonna celebrate junkies. Like, I'm not gonna celebrate junkie, but when it feels like you're throwing particular people, like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was very pointed, right? That's why you heard Fredo, like, and, and God rest his soul. That's why he came out and said, hey, you don't know why, like, I'm addicted to some of these drugs. Look, hopefully things don't escalate after the show airs, but we'll find out soon enough. And one of my favorite conversations from the week was sparked by a clip from LeBron James's new HBO show called The Shop. We got a chance to hear Drake's thoughts on retirement and not wanting to overstay his welcome. I think maybe one of my biggest concerns in my career is just to figure out how to exit gracefully. I've watched people overstay their welcome and I just don't ever want to be that guy Drake always thinking ahead. People certainly do overstay their welcome and it gets ugly because then they get into it with the internet and then end up defending themselves against the internet. Shit's ugly. Who was uh, you talking about? No one. <laughs> no one. Um, you guys understand what he's saying here, right? Absolutely. That is something you should maybe think I think only three think names come to mind if he was talking about them. But... I don't think he was taking shots. That's not what I was trying to say. Oh. Academics. Yeah, maybe. What names? Well, only three names it could be, like in terms of veterans. It could be Jay, but it's definitely not Jay. No way. Because Jay, Jay, like, is really, he dropped a great album. M, no, it could no, be no. M. Huh? It could be M, or it could be A. Okay, I don't think it's any of those. I think that there are tons of examples of people who overstay their welcome in this shit, mm -hmm. or never transition from <clears throat> one space to the next. And that's not just big people in the game as far as artists. You got DJs yep. still sitting in one space. You got people who run labels that still sitting in one space that never elevate themselves, but yet we always talking about doing something new. So I think what he's getting at is just like elevation. He's yeah. never going to stop rapping. I don't ever see a time where Drake is not going to be making music. He the said, same he said he's retired at 35. He's 32. Jay, has Jay was supposed to retire after his first album. Mm -hmm. Never happened. He was supposed to retire after Black Album, after Kingdom Come, all of that. So he's everybody takes little spaces where they chill out. Like, music doesn't require physical ability to run yeah. around as far as, like, you don't need to be doing anything athletic. So you can always use your voice. No, but you phrased it well. Yeah, uh, you I, said overseeing your welcome. The idea of not making the transition yeah, is, is the idea. A I, lot of people I think it's do that. I think it's the transition. It holds the culture back, honestly. Absolutely. And I think it's people getting complacent, people yeah. getting comfortable with having a job and having that security. And I don't think it's... That statement he made is directed at any big people in the game. I think it's directed at, not directed at, but just being aware of everybody. It's, like, yo, yeah. um, I don't want to stay in this one space mm -hmm. holding it. Like, how long can he be the guy that he is right now? Exactly. Eventually, there's going to be another him or somebody in that conversation. Right. I'm going to be real blunt about this. I think both of those motherfuckers, when they were talking about this, they were looking in the mirror talking to themselves.
because I don't give a fuck what Drake says. I don't want to be that guy. You get addicted to be that number one guy for the last 10 years. You don't just be like, okay, I'm done. Not being the guy. Well, did you see the rest of the clip? Because he talked about that in the rest of the clip. Well, well, that's what I'm saying. I I feel like both of them, because they're still there, they could have that mindset. But until they're on the decline and they're still positioning themselves that way, because shit, who could have, not saying say (laughs) Nikki's one of these people, but who could have foresaw that Nikki would have went on a fucking meltdown? Yeah, but uh, after... Drake and LeBron have been through enough turbulence in their career to have had enough lows. Like when no. Drake was going through the shit with Meek, when people are burning LeBron jerseys. He was still, the, he was still wait, the number one. Still one wait, 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 but, but they have an idea of what it feels right like to, that, to be l- listen, to have listen, people turn against you already. It's the idea fell off. When you could tell when a motherfucker's fell off, mm-hmm. and when LeBron is no longer a top ten or top twenty player. How he deals with things, that's what I want to know then. No, of course. You're right. When you're at the top, top, it's easy to say, yeah, when my time is up, I'm going to do it out gracefully. Even when you're at the top, you have such low moments. I'm sure you get like a glimmer of what that might feel like, and that's why they're having the thoughts. So for both of them, for both of them, they have faced, in both of their industries, have faced a majority of the hate that we've ever seen. More shit than we can ever imagine. Before Drake was the top guy, and this is what I said before about him changing a lot of what hip hop was, no, a lot of people didn't want to accept him. A lot of people didn't go out until they seen him become the motherfucker. They wasn't supporting that shit. Like, oh, this nigga sings. Why am I like mm-hmm. this? Ain't hip hop. You know how many times he was was called? Oh, he's not this and he's not that. He don't have a classic. He don't. LeBron, he'll never be Kobe. He'll never be Jordan. Why does he wear twenty three? Right. He went over there. So I can understand them saying not getting complacent with that one space. It's about transitioning. I think it's all about transitioning, not them just looking at themselves, but being being able to give awareness to other people. Like, yo, we're not gonna be the guys forever. Like, we seen it with Jay. Like, Jay is not the guy, like to me, he's the best rapper ever, mm-hmm. but he's not the one at the forefront of hip hop. At one point in time, Lil Wayne was that guy. Like, he was bigger than Drake. And then Drake came and moved him out the way a, a, a bit, right? Yeah, but. I, and I understand all that, but I, I feel like it's still it's still too early for these dudes to talk early. about that feeling. Yeah. How? Did, you can't. Your money. If you've ne- if you've been at the top for ten years, money, you've never fell off. You ain't never seen LeBron fell off. Niggas been the best. Yeah, He's but, been, act, but you don't he, have you, to fall off to, take, to understand what it feels like for people to turn yes, against but, you and for you to be like no, no, they've it, been through those for, periods. For you to understand. Like, we see so many people, and I get it. Like, l- let's stop acting like they're superhumans because we see this example no, all the time. Are, you are they talking are, like no, no, they're superhumans. Exactly. I'm saying they're human. <laughs> That's why they okay, can already have these thoughts. What I'm, no, I'm saying, right? What? They're saying, oh, I'm, I don't want to be that guy or I'll never be that guy. You don't know if you'll be that guy till you're that guy. That's not true. You don't know. That's not true. We see so many people when they're popping, it's cool. Once they start falling off, they start. So many different things But you don't happening. have to fall. This is what I'm saying. You don't have to fall off, dog. Like, a lot of times, that's where we no, see it. You don't have to fall off to be doing too much. That, 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 there's a difference. You can be doing too much. Like, you see people all the time at certain ages doing shit that they ain't got no business doing because they're chasing something that they don't know how to transition from. And that's, I, I think that's what it's about. With Drake, what the fuck can Drake do next? Like, what could he do? Also, I- we can say that they've both, they're both very good businessmen, and we know that they've made moves outside of just their specific industries. No, like, LeBron's already that doing is- a, That's already planning for the future, okay, then. Okay, that, no, that is admirable, and that's cool. I'm just talking about being the top person in your respective craft. Not, like, if, if we're talking about just 
ancillary businesses and shit like that, of course, great. Like, actually, these two, well, at least LeBron, great example mm -hmm. for that. You can't just rely only on your talent, right? Because that will fade, clearly. But that feeling, that entitleness, when shit changes, when you used to make calls and shit moves around, like, 50 could probably speak on that. But you get me? But because because what, he really went through okay, it. Okay, he went through it, but right? that's why you have, that's what he's talking about. That's why you, he's like, all right, I don't want to be the person that overstays my welcome. LeBron has had a, wait, LeBron has had a 16-year NBA career. He's been watched for playing basketball since he was in the sixth grade. Um, Drake is, what, maybe 10 years in professionally. Mm -hmm. He was doing shit before that with the Degrassi. He was rapping then. Yeah. So he's in 16, 17 years in his career. Now that they're the top guys, I think it's more about, you know what? I got to find a space to, to see what's next for me where I can still do my thing, but I can kind of chill. Yeah. What, what, when you look at like a Rock Nation, sports and all of it, Brandon and all the other shit they doing where Jay could just chill and I could drop when I want and nobody's looking at me crazy, right? We can always accept an album from a Jay. Drake is going to have to, he's going to have to cross that road as well one day. Yeah, I, I still don't buy it and I don't believe it from both of them. I don't believe that when you're So they really, captain. Yeah, of course. Yo, I believe, y'all always believe there's a denial period for everybody who's at the top when you're not the top no more. No, absolutely you're, you're, believe you. Get, you're, you're getting I a denial you, when everybody knows it but you. And to be honest, you're usually so surrounded and padded by yes men and people around you mm -hmm. that they still keep that mentality that you're still there. And that usually lasts with you hanging on, doing a little bit too much. And not, not some overt shit where you're cussing people out or you're just going crazy. But, you know what I mean? Like you can't. All right, you might be doing certain things. It's like, but, but, all right. So look, your time is up. And I see, I see it happen with a lot of art because a lot of artists mentally stay in the play the year that they was most successful. Mm -hmm. The ones that don't get past that, they mentally stay in that year. Like they, a lot of artists still think it's two thousand four when they had that record or whatever. Right mm -hmm. now. They never get past that, and that's where they overstay their welcome because they're trying to compete with a little Uzi or a Juice World. Where they like, man, I rap better than him, or trying to stay in that space. It's gonna be a point in time where like Drake is <coughs> on, on the baby song. He said, "I see a million, and I don't even get hype or some shit no more." Mm -hmm. Right? So he, there's gonna be a point where you have to transition to something else. I don't think he's capping a lion or fronting. For that. I think these two guys are smart and strategic enough that I'm like, to Wayno's point. And they have great teams. Their foresight is what's happening here. I don't uh, think they're business, business wise. I agree. When it comes to internalizing that on a, on a mental level, we'll see. When LeBron James is washed and he's looking like Stop. Kobe in his last year, washed. okay, he's that's exit. when I want LeBron to no. start talking that no. shit. And if he says it then, and be like, you know what, listen, I don't got it no more. Yo, I have, I'm transitioning this. I'm going to respect you even more. And finally, our fan question of the week from Ro Parker. With the recent success of Astroworld, does Travis Scott deserve a Grammy nomination? And is he one of the greatest artists of the decade? Maybe we just start with the Grammy question. <laughs> should Astroworld be nominated? Uh, I think it should. I, th I, th I think it should. It's a, it's a good... Um... Rap album or album of the year? I think album of the year. If, we, if we're going to throw somebody that put out an album, a rap, a rap album that could be considered for album of the year because it crosses a lot of lines. I say he should be in there. It was it was a really good album and it performed well. You know, I, we're not getting rid of it no time soon. So it's true. It didn't have such a big second week drop off, right? He kept right. moving. The interest is there. He's going to be on the road a lot. Act, what do you think? <clears throat> I'm not mad if it gets 
uh, nominated. And I ain't mad if it don't get nominated. There's a lot of shit that came out. There's a lot of other shit that could. They nominated about like five albums. Doc could name five other albums that could get that nomination besides Astro World. So you don't Rap think this was a super really? standout project? Yeah. Then, if that no, 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 no. It's, that doesn't mean it's not super standout. It just means that it's a packed field, and it's hard to decipher what's get what what gets nominated. Of course, if and we. We don't know what the Grammys are going to use as criteria. If performance is a thing that nudges the album forward, yes, of course, it should get nominated. But if they're just nominated like some of the best projects in hip-hop, and if they pick other projects and they left this out, it's fine. Do I think it's going to get nominated? I think it will. But I'm not going to be sitting here waving a flag like, it needs a Grammy, all of that. It was a good album, but there was a lot of other things in the field for rap. Well, I don't. I, I think that it was. Um, I think it's a good album. I don't think it, that it should win. I'm not gonna say it's gonna win it, but I think it should be nominated because there was a lot of other things in the field. But a lot of other things in the field wasn't as good as that album. That album stood out amongst the good albums that dropped this year. We talked about how 2018 has been a lot of oversaturation. A lot of people dropped, but a lot of shit wasn't to that level. I I'm think. surprised to hear you say that. To your point, we have well, spoken about oversaturation, but I would think you would name Travis as one of the standouts of the year. Of course, he's one of the standouts. So, well, I'm thinking in nominations terms. Mm -hmm. We got to pick five. And are you certain? And this is what I'm saying. That if I'm going to... Let's if think about I the things to... that the Grammys would consider, right? Like uh, big hits, mega numbers, right? One of the best-selling well, well, we of the year. We don't know if they do. Like, a lot of times we have this like idealistic, when we hear about like best rap album, we, we have this idealistic thing that to think Daytona is going to get nominated. Will it? Probably not. Should it? Probably. But we're not you talking get, about rap we're, album. We're talking about album of the year. Okay, album of the year. From a rapper. Okay, okay. From a rapper. Because I don't know who, if Camila Cabello or any of them got some yeah. other and shit. And if talking we about always rappers. say that it's not just about the music, there's people voted in the rap, these categories who don't even know rap. Album, Think about Travis Scott's exposure when he's covering magazines with Kylie Jenner. Okay, album of the year, there's three that comes to mind immediately. Um, and that's discounting that Carter Five is past the date. Also discounting that probably M's Kamikaze's past the date. But Scorpion could be in that album of the year conversation. Of course, Travis Scott. And uh, even though I, I I forgot what the news was already, even though we talked about it earlier, about Post Malone's project, that could be in the conversation as well. For album of the year. For album of the year. Okay. Now, again, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, because these are hip-hop albums, and I fuck with hip-hop, all three should get nominated, they'll probably take one, maybe two. All right, so academics, if, if you were picking between those three projects, those three? so Post, Drake, and Travis, one of them only for album of the year, both of you, who are mm. you picking? It's Drizzy. I shouldn't I'm thinking, Why one, do you even one, ask you that? One out of the three? For album of the year, not rap album. I, I, pick, I pick Travis, and, I, and I'm picking that for me because I like that album more than I like Drake's album. I, in all actuality, for me, I'm going Drake, then Post, then... then um. Travis, if I'm dealing with those three albums. Why would you put Post over Travis? Just based off of hit singles or what? I think his album was phenomenal. Okay. Like, Beer's, Beer Bongs and Millie, that shit was phenomenal. Like, and again, this is where you kind of you kind of stray out of the hip-hop conversation, but this is why we're talking about album of the year. That particular project, whether some of the songs were hip-hop or not, they're still all great. Well, I mean, the nigga's dating the Jenner, so... He might be in there. Uh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Not to be a conspiracy theorist, yeah, right. but if, if his Chris level Jen of exposure is pretty crazy right now. Right. If Chris Jenner could, I mean, pull some strings. Well, I mean, yes and no. Like, we've seen that in the past that that hasn't been the 
the the deciding factor. It would seem. I mean, we we like, like for shit for, for for the award for either either uh, a nomination or a win. Like we saw when it came to like Kendrick with the whole Iggy thing. Like you know, what I mean, he has a lot of exposure among what communities compared to the others. You get me? Like what what communities? And I don't know. I, I think. We really don't know. It's, it's like a wild card. All right, let's go on a quick tangent, and then we'll wrap this up. <clears throat> so since the Grammys are now saying that Beer Bongs and Bentleys cannot be a rap album because it's 51% pop, so he's pushed into the cat rap category. Remember a few years back, the whole Kendrick versus Macklemore incident? Mm -hmm. If those rules were in place then, mm. do you guys think then Macklemore should have maybe been in the pop category Abs and people would not have been so outraged? Absolutely. He should have been in the pop category because... Exactly. Not like, that we can go back and change it. Just, go, just thinking about how that would have affected things. My thing is, is, is like look at, look at where Kendrick's music has like risen to from that point, and look at where Macklemore is at now. Like that shit was just. I think people was just hype at that moment, mm -hmm. and when it's hype at that moment, it's pop. It's popular. So put it in that category. Don't put it in a rap category, because mm -hmm. he ain't rapping better than Kendrick Lamar. And from, that was for Good Kid, Mad City, wasn't it? Or was it for September Butterfly? I think it was Good Kid. Good Kid, Mad City. Yeah, and everyone feels like that's a classic. It's a classic hip -hop. rap album. Yes, yeah. so it was like rap, extra contentious. Yeah. Before, from memory, I disagree. Okay. And I disagree because I don't believe that Macklemore's album was as pop as we thought it was. Like, yeah, there of course were songs with these big choruses, mm -hmm. but the nigga was rapping. He was rapping. And if I had to categorize that album, I would say it's more rap than just like Ooh. pop substance. So we're just saying Post has what more melodies than Macklemore was singing. That's why. Of course, of okay. course, of course. Like if again, I'm just going off memory, and maybe my memories and I, you know, my memory is usually not bad, but if not maybe my memory is bad in terms of remembering that project that got nominated mm -hmm. and eventually won, but it felt like the even though I think when even when Macklemore came out and said, man. He should have won. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying it like, oh, my project ain't hip hop or it wasn't rap enough. He was just saying, that's just phenomenal. Now, I agree with that. Mm -hmm. Kendrick Project was fucking phenomenal. It should have won off merit. But to disqualify Macklemore at that point when I felt like I felt like he rapped enough on that joint. Man, listen, don't nobody remember two songs off that shit other than singles. Which songs you remember? You remember you remember that album? You listened to that album? Well, you just said the you just said the key thing. When are we really remembering? When really are we really remembering? Like, unless you really fuck with an album, why would you remember anything? So if we really fuck with it, then but, why is it in a conversation to be? If, if we re all right, look, good kid. Nobody's, ar no, nobody's arguing merit. I'm only arguing, is he rapping more than he's making pop songs? And the biggest even, songs on there was the pop songs. Nobody was listening to that shit for raps. Who's what? What crowd of people who listen to rap is listening to that for raps? The, the people who judge the Grammys. No, hold on. Not people who, not the people music, that rap means something to okay. in this shit. The music on it was rap. Like, I get, I get it. Yo, anytime a song blows up, it's usually on some pop shit. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it is fucking Lollipop by Wayne, the biggest, like, the most rap song uh, on his Mac album. Macklemore had more pop-sounding melodies. Not to discredit him, he is a great rapper. And just in general, the whole thing was unfortunate. Because then yeah, he ended up in a situation where he takes home a Grammy and then feels like everyone's yeah, attacking it, it, him. Just... I mean, of course, it's something that the culture, like, at least rap culture, is not embracing and, like, probably can't relate to as much. I'm just dealing with the whole notion, if, we're, if this is the rule, mm -hmm. you are rapping. We all know what rap is, Okay. He was rapping, maybe not about shit that we care about. Maybe it wasn't memorable, and it definitely wasn't as good as Kendrick shit. But 
I can't just throw him out of the category just because we, we want to find a way to disqualify him. Okay. That? that was six That's years ago. Him. Was that 2011-ish? No. 2012? Because we got 13, right? 2013? Listen, that album don't mean shit. That Macklemore album don't mean a motherfucking thing in hip-hop, yo. It doesn't. And it, 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 does, and, it means nothing. And that's what I'm saying. It means nothing. And the, thing, the, the reason why is because Macklemore, he did some amazing things, allegedly independently or whatever. Mm -hmm. But he, he did that shit with pop records that went to a... It crossed over. We talking about rap. That shit should have totally been taken out of that category. And again, just totally taken there's no, out no that shots category. at him because he's a good guy and he does take rap seriously and he was grinding hard and, and like being indie. So nah, it's not like we're trying to disrespect him. Nah, I'm not saying just curious about I'm not saying taken out of that category. If if we're gonna have a conversation about that album, I would say I would rather somebody say it shouldn't be nominated rather than taking it. Like the nigga's okay. rapping. Like okay. yo, like Go back and listen to the album. I remember hearing, I'm like, yo, that's when I actually appreciated the fact that he could he could rap. Yeah. But it's just that we know it was like we're listening to this shit. We're like, you're telling me this better than Good Kid, Mad City. As if we're comparing it, mm -hmm. that's why we give it such a hard time. But he is rapping. He is rapping. Like, whatever, man. For the, for the majority. <laughs> All right, wait, I was done with you. I guess we're done with this question, man. I'm, I'm just done with that, like... It shouldn't understand. be. understand. That was a very sore subject. The, it was a sore subject to them begin shit with. shouldn't yeah. be in the same room. Like, yeah. them, them two albums shouldn't even be, be in the same room. All right, so a lot of Grammy rule changes and category shifts happening. So uh, we'll see. We'll revisit this. All right, guys, that's our show for the week. We'll catch you here next Friday on the Everyday Struggle podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.